everybody. Do you like getting stoned and watching a movie? Or just watching a movie? Well, then check out our podcast, I Am Weed, where we and a guest go to the movies and discuss it after. A movie review podcast with a little token twist. Get it? Oh, boy. But hey, you don't have to smoke weed to enjoy this podcast. Uh, you should enjoy watching movies, though. Subscribe to I Am Weed on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. Hey everyone, welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. Today, on the show, the wonderful Scott Nyman. You know Scott from his Herald team's The Ruckus and Scandal and The Great War. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a good one. Uh, but first, I wanted to give a quick thanks to the new Improv Obsession hero, Dodge. I was coaching Dodge's team and he came up to me after and he was like, dude, I love your podcast. Can I donate to you in person? And I wasn't sure, so I, like, I was like, oh, I was awkward about getting money. Uh, and I was like, sure, man, thanks. Uh, and so Dodge... Thank you for being an Improv Obsession hero and being the first and only hero to donate money in person. Uh, it was perfect. Anyway, also, quick thanks to The Portman for leaving review in iTunes. I wonder if that's Matt Portman. Either way, much appreciated, good sir. Anybody can leave a review in iTunes, uh, even if you got something shitty to say about me. <laughs> uh, and that's it. So with that, let's get on with the show. It's the Improv Obsession Hey everyone, welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. Today, special guest, Scott Nyman, right? Right. That's, that's Nyman. Aaron. Good. Yes, I want to make sure. You say hello. <laughs> now you say hello. This is how it goes. I want to not fuck up names and I want people to greet uh, all the listeners. Uh, how you doing, buddy? Excellent. Don't let to hear it. Uh, Scott was just saying, I have the most wonderful place in the world, and everybody else uh, is living in the slums. Yeah, well, I, think, I, I said the first part. No, no, I don't know. That's a denial. I don't like it. Uh, so, so I think I have a few things I want to get into today, but um, I just I was just talking to Sarah Claspel, and she said that she wanted you to talk about her. So I guess specifically, that, yeah, just talk about. Like, oh, I guess God. we're just talking about Sarah Claspel. So, mean, like. What do I talk about? We'll do like 40, 50 minutes on that, and then we'll wrap up uh, 10 minutes on That'll improv. Be enough. Yeah, yeah, that might be enough time. <laughs> that might be enough time. That'd be a wonderful and funny circle. You, did you go to college with her? Is that the deal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's like that little uh, slow crew. Yeah, we've, we've got a little community here that's all yeah. settled at UCB. That's Every, cool. I feel like everybody that everybody that's, well, with the exception of a couple people that mm. did improv with us in San Luis Obispo is at UCB now. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, there's, there's one guy, Ricky Khalil, who's awesome, who does a show at I.O., USS yeah. Rock and Roll. But oh, yeah? That, yeah. I know that. I know. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, but other than that, I, I, I might forget anybody. Yeah, I think everybody does it at UCB. It's pretty fun. It's pretty That's fun cool. that everybody gravitated there. Uh, yeah, you ended up on a Herald team with Farley at one point. That was, yes. Was he also? He is also, right? Yeah. yeah. It was, okay. was Smile and Nod. So Smile and Nod was yeah. the college improv group. Yeah. In short form. Very cool. So, uh, so like, is that when you got into improv and junk? Yes, definitely. College. Definitely okay. uh, college improv. Yeah. Um, I got, well, I got into improv watching Whose Line. Of course. I'm sure. Every, 90% of everybody did. Yeah. Um, yeah. We all that, love that. And that's yeah. what prompted me to do it at Cal Poly. Yeah. Uh, we were, because I, I, I was, I, I think I got into it like the year before too, because I watched a ton of sketch. Like I watched the Kids in the Hall. I knew everybody. Yeah. Like this, yeah. Hey, this it's okay. Times. No, no, I haven't. I okay. haven't. It's good. No regrets, Scott. No regrets. <laughs> yeah, so I'm totally unique in that I watched Kids in the Hall, Saturday Night Live reruns. See, I never watched Kids in the Hall. I didn't watch it until I was like 
like when I was in sketch classes at UCB, I was like, okay, I guess I'll check it out. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Yeah. And they did it, it doesn't, all. it doesn't quite work for me, but I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll see it. I see it. It's got some good stuff, but it's not quite my, my show. You see the hooks. <laughs> well, yeah. So I, I watched that like incessantly and then, uh. Yeah, I, I got into. I really got into Who's Line. That for some reason was like magic to me. Yeah, like that they were just making stuff up on the spot, and it was yeah. so engaging. So yeah. I saw that. And I, I like, feel like that never clicked with me. I feel like I was like, they, you know, they say they make it up, but I feel like I also suspected that everybody made up everything. Like, like that all of it was just some funny people. Like I watched Friends, and I like I watched Friends, uh, and I just imagined <laughs> them all like just getting up, showing up, and then like yeah, they probably had like stories or whatever. But all the funny stuff the actors made up because they're all such funny people. Like oh. that was my logic <laughs> for the world. It was real messed up. But wait, but wait, you thought whose line was? No, I, I just oh. I suspected. I I just kind of felt like everything was like that. So I was like, oh yeah, like it's just like funny people like saying stuff. That's oh yeah, how like the I world thought the works. office was like I I was introduced <laughs> to the office. Somebody uh-huh. in college told me like, like you do improv, you're gonna love the office. It's all improvised. Oh yeah, and I watched yeah. them like, oh my god, These guys like, are they're genius. <laughs> and then I learned later that no, they just have it just has that kind of feel to it, and is actually very heavily scripted <laughs> and rigorous. That's very funny. But but for a solid year, yeah, I thought the office was brilliant you and could make really you good. could make a lot of shows seem really good if you're just like it's all improvised so everybody on sets in on it everybody's improvising there's no all those writers credits those are just improvisers and that's the real actor's name oh, I'm uh, <laughs> damn it i'm not good i'm not good at improvising Scott. Off, oh, leave me alone uh so okay so awesome so you're uh so smile not uh san luis obispo yep uh wasn't there and isn't there the thing like where you had to audition to get into various groups there is that the deal i think i remember that yeah you well it's just the one there's the one group at cal poly called okay. smile and nod and um there's this thing called week of welcome mm-hmm. where you uh you like sign up you sign up for this week of welcome when you're a freshman and they take you to like all these different they take you like to the gym and you go like all around san Luis obispo and they go take you on scavenger hunts do all these fun things and yeah. the the guy who was leading ours, a group of twenty of us, he was like, "Oh, I'm going to take you guys. None of the other, none of the other wow leaders are doing this. I'm taking you to the improv team." And yeah. it was like twelve people, and I was like, "Oh, I watched Who's Line." I'm, this I'm guy's this. rock and roll, yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we we went, and it was at this weird little room, and I just saw I saw a bunch of these small, the small odd guys then do uh, improv, and I like fell in love with it, and I went yeah. up to him right after, and I was like, "Hey, man, do you guys let anybody else on this team as an audition?" <laughs> He's like, "We're on auditions next week." Yeah, and it was it was actually Amanda Sitko's brother, this guy Mark, yeah, Sitko yeah, yeah. that I talked to, and um, who I've known like ever since. So it's so funny that's how we met. And then that's when I auditioned, and it's horrible. It was nerve wracking. Literally yeah. everyone on the team is there, so it's like equal numbers. Okay, yeah, of like smile and nod members, and then people auditioning. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Funny. But uh, yeah, you auditioned, and I and I got on that, that like. Two weeks after I saw him, and it was phenomenal. Well, they, they so it's like short form, so they make you do like some short formy stuff. And yeah, like, ex- yeah, yeah. You, you go up and play games. They tell you the rules, like it's a show, and you go up with like one person who's on the college team, and then a yeah. couple newbies go up or yeah. auditioners go up, and you just play games together, and it was wonderful. And that was the first time I'd done improv was at that audition. That's great. And I, I like the butterflies, <laughs> and I swore a little, and it freaked me out because I was like, like can, you swear? Swear? can you swear? Can you swear? I don't think I'm edgy. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody wrote that down too, like in the notes, Scott. Edgy. Oh, keep that in mind. Cut yourself. This fat boy's got edge. Yeah, if, we want, like, if we want somebody to real bring a little bit of uh, fire to the team, we'll take Scott. He slipped the S word in. It's <laughs> a real firecracker. S word. Great. Okay. Hopefully, it doesn't cross any more lines. Uh, uh, that's super cool. So, you did that through, throughout college. Um, yeah. And did you? Uh, was it short form the whole time? Was there ever? No. We 
we did we did short form for like most of it, but then um, I remember there was this one year where there was like this renaissance where everybody was like, you know what, we're, <laughs> we're, we're adading a second hour. There, so they had an eight p.m. show that was two. No, yeah, it was two. It was two teams for 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 an hour. Or was it two hours? I think we did two hours of improv. Oof. I think we did two hours of short form in front of people. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's wild. Um, so we did that, and then uh, the, the first hour and forty was great. But yeah. they're still going. How we did they go? It's crazy. In Sixty minutes, we'd go like go outside, stretch your legs, and come back in for another hour. Wow. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. That was awesome. That's and awesome. But then we added a ten o'clock hour. We're like, let's do like stand up. Let's do long form. And, yeah. and somebody was like, oh, I got a buddy that does IO. Like, let's bring him up. And he showed us he showed us how to do the Herald like in three hours. <laughs> and not enough time. No. And not even close. Looking back on it, it was must have been just the most painful thing to watch. Like, we thought we were nailing it, but like, he told us like, you can find some connections in Third Beats. Like, enjoy that. You know, explore that. And so our like only method for doing that was to be like, like, wait, are you my dad? Because <laughs> <laughs> so we just end up being these weird relatives. Wait, wait are you that doctor? <laughs> yeah. Dad, you're a doctor? I have no idea. <laughs> I think you guys know it's like, don't, Sounds don't ever do that. <laughs> that's perfect. I still do those connections sometimes. <laughs> Why not? Uh, that's really funny. Uh, so uh, so that happened. And then, like, did you... So you started doing some, like, long form so stuff? We did, and, like, we didn't yeah. do the Herald because no, no. we just couldn't wrap our minds around no, it. No, but a bunch can. of people came up and taught us so a few times. But we just did this, like... It's kind of Armando thing where we yeah. had somebody come up and do a monologue. It was usually one of the cast members, and we'd do uh, like a half hour of long form off of that. And that was fun, and that opened the doors. And then we started going down. Like, I I came down, gosh, it must have been like 2006 or something. I came down to L.A. Maybe it was 2005. I don't know. It was like right when the UCB was getting started. Yeah. And uh, Amanda, Amanda Sitko and her brother Mark and a couple other of our friends, I think their friend Kevin, who does I.O. stuff, uh, took us to see a show that had like... Oh, it was Beer Shark Mice. Okay. You know, so it was like, it's amazing IO yeah. show. But then afterwards, like, I think it was Matt Walsh. Uh, no, no, it was it was Matt Besser, Ian Roberts, Horatio Sands, and a few other people. They just hung around with the Beer Shark Mice afterward, did an extra hour for, like, the 20 people that stayed. Yeah. And it blew my mind. <laughs> like, it was the craziest and best introduction to, like, serious professional long-form improv. That's great. And I thought it was something that people got to see on the regular, like they did that. Yeah, they just do that all the time. Yeah, no. Yeah. I learned that was a hugely special moment that yeah. was wasted on my... Like, uh, an experienced brain. Yeah, I I still think like I don't I don't know like I no I, I was I was gonna say I thought like my first intro to improv might have been all mind blowing and it mostly was because I saw soundtrack oh. uh, which was great uh, but I also saw uh, it was uh, what's that what was that old like indie show it used to be on Friday nights what was that let's, let's do, do this. this yeah yeah it yeah. was let's do this uh, so I, I stuck around for that. Uh, and Derek Comedy did a set in that, oh and I was just like, and I was like, I, I remember the first couple sets being like, these are good, but then and then like, uh, like yeah, soundtrack really good, these are good, and then Derek Comedy, I was like, ah, <laughs> I want to do this. This is yeah. just like uh, friends. This is just like <laughs> I'd yell that from They're the audience. Up like friends. <laughs> just like friends. You get exposed to something like that early on when you're like just getting into comedy, yeah. and you are bit for life. Yeah, like, there's no turning back. You're gonna love improv. Well, see, and that's the thing is like, I feel like you can also. So go the other way with it, and uh, I I like IO, and I've seen a lot of good shows. But the first couple of shows I saw there were like not so hot shows, and I was like, oh, they don't do good improv there. And I just didn't know like that they had amazing shows. It's just like the ones I went to were not the best. First impressions, yeah, man. People in theaters, are, people in theaters, like, oh, they are. How other? How many other ways are there? Like, go. <laughs> 
Oh, I, I have a list. I've been wanting to talk about this list. I've been carrying it around. Nobody seems to ask. Um, nice. Very cool. So, uh, so when did you come out to L.A.? Well, no, wait. There's – okay. Yeah, yeah, I know that there's the the Edinburgh, Edin, what is it? The festival, Edinburgh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh Fringe, uh, Fringe, festival. Fringe festival. I know that's in there somewhere. Uh, and then there's L.A. and there's UCB. Uh, so where is where are we in, well, in your life? Like so let's just I, let's just walk through it. Man, now. I I'm a little I can't remember the years quite right, but when okay. during that kind of Renaissance era at Smile and Nod, when we were when it just broke out from just doing that short form kind of comedy sports style, yeah, yeah. one of the things that we did was we pooled all our ticket sales into getting a flat in Edinburgh, Scotland for this the Fringe Festival and we just put on a long form improv show there that was ridiculously fun because it was just like 20, maybe 30 of us in one giant apartment. Whoa. And uh, <laughs> all we did was practice, do shows, prepare for shows like, like uh, it's called busking where we go out and do yeah. like, street performance yeah. for like a month straight and it was incredible. That sounds really cool. Yeah. It, there's nothing like it. Yeah. And uh, and we did like some Scottish stuff too over there, but we were mostly just broke, so we'd go on like a bus tour and then sure. call it a night. <laughs> like that's enough. We We've did. seen Scotland. We get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, but that was that was one of the things right when we started up the long form, and then and then I came down to LA like in 2008. Okay, and uh, I decided, you know, I was moving in with Farley and Dickie. And I was still on the fence about what what theater. No, I think then I was pretty much solidly like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take classes at UCB. Like, that's where I'm gonna start. But mm-hmm. I'm like ah, uh, I'm gonna wait like six months and get settled because yeah. I know the city. And Farley's like, well, forget that. I'm I'm signing up day yeah. one. Like I've got a one on one class. I'm taking like two <laughs> days after we move in. And I was like, oh, okay, sign me up. <laughs> so we, we fold all the pressure. What? <laughs> you fold the pressure. Like, yeah. I'll take it. I'll do it. Whatever. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? What are my peers doing? <laughs> I want to fit in. So I, I signed up for it, and I was super nervous, and uh, it was a blast. Just never looked back, and just got the ball rolling. Loved every minute of it. I love it. Uh, uh, okay, so who was who was uh, first teacher? This is 2008. Who are you with? Mike Leffingwell. Okay, and uh, nice. that was great because I was I don't know why, but I was so nervous during 101. He'd be like, "Let's just go up on stage." To a monologue, something happened to your day to day, and I remember going up there and absolutely freezing. Yeah, and I, I'm like, I just, I just I, maybe I didn't have a, uh, an interesting day. Say whatever was on your mind, man. He really helped me get out of whatever that brain freeze was. It's funny. And then uh, just kind of that slow introduction to like game and everything. Yeah. we we got to talk about that a little bit, and then um, yeah, it was just a great intro to the system. So uh, so. So I'm thinking, like, I always think, like, when people, especially if you're coming from a different background or doing improv and then, like, getting into game, like, I always kind of wonder how people take it because that is inarguably the most stressful time for anybody at UCP. (laughs) They're just like, ah, what is it? Like, how do I identify it? Like, how do I, how do I know how to heighten it? Uh, Like, like some, like sometimes you forget how hard that was and, and, and it still, like, still eludes me sometimes, but, uh. Like yeah, you'll run into like two uh, two hundred one students who are just like I don't know how to like keep doing that thing. I was like I don't know, just like do it more. <laughs> like, yeah, you know that funny thing everybody like, loved. It. Yeah, everybody liked it, and then I was like, I guess I don't know what else to do, so I'll do something else. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's harder. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of unprogramming for me. Like, it's it was an easy transition for me going from like, and it was also like. Like, you know, you have a built-in audience at, at yeah. like college improv, and you have yeah. your friends you're making jokes with, so you have this very real idea of what you think is funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, <laughs> you go you go see people who actually know what they're doing. And, like, going to, like, 
like I went to a bunch of Herald nights and stuff because um, I was told like, oh, like this is what you practice when you go there. And I wanted to get ready before I started taking shows. So I was watching Herald night and yeah. it was like, it was just mind blowing. I'm like, there's no way you can put everything together so quickly and they're all on the same page. Like, yeah, there's no ref. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was just baffling. So I had to completely un Sometimes they're all swearing that. and it's not even a big deal. Yeah, no, you're so edgy. <laughs> <laughs> Writing down in your notebook, edgy. Every this team, all the teams are edgy here. I thought that was my thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. So, uh, like, did but like did it click for you fairly quickly? I mean, I, I, like, because it seems like actually, I don't know. It seems like you've been on Herald teams for forever to me. I don't know how long you've actually two, been. I got on my first Herald team in 2010. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you were on a Herald team forever. when I found UCB. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, so, so, so two years before that. Yeah. A little bit longer because it was like I started at the very beginning of the year and then it was yeah, late yeah. 2010 at the end. So it was like almost been there for three years. Yeah. Uh, so like when when was it like starting to like click as far as like game? Because like you had you had experience at like doing improv for four years basically. Yeah. Uh, and then you come to UCB. Like when, when was it that you're like, oh, I can do scenes and not feel bad <laughs> uh, man i don't know uh i can't put it no i can't put a date on that because i remember like driving home from 301 yeah like after a real rough 301 this was with, with mike levengel again who was amazing yeah. and like very uh nurturing is a weird word but go um, for it yeah but i said it yeah it's good. <laughs> so he's like super helpful and, and like all that and but i remember driving home and be like man oh maybe improv's not for me like that was <laughs> so painful and like yeah there was that funny thing we did and then i wanted to do it again three more times before my two minutes was up and i couldn't find a way to do it I just couldn't do it so and i, I wanted to be different. <laughs> yeah and i so i remember even in 301 i was still like baffled yeah but it i don't know i think i think it was afterwards because i started doing practice groups in like 201 mm -hmm. with uh it was like we, I, had this, I had this practice group and I was so fortunate we got Jim Woods to coach us we very were, cool again it was like that first improv show I saw like I thought that's just how good everybody, everybody has, had yeah. with their first experience <laughs> everybody's got Jim Woods everybody sees UCB people yeah. UCB 4 right in the first show <laughs> yeah. all the time those it's, are the only shows it's such a great community it's, I mean, it's so easy um, so we had, we had Jim Woods and he I remember he helped us he helped oh, I don't know I can't remember what the big growth period was Exactly. Yeah, I don't okay. have an answer for that. There's like okay. this long, there was this long period, and I finally remember just one day I was driving home, like you know what? I think this is making sense. I think I can consistently get. I think I can identify that unusual thing. That was the biggest thing for me is yeah. figuring out what was the thing that stood out. Yeah. And like once I got to that point where it was like, okay, I'm just going to enter this scene. Everything's like like it's like in a normal world, you know. Like there's all this information coming to your brain. Everything fits. It's like yeah. a, it's like putting together a puzzle. Like everything fits perfectly. That goes here. That goes there. That's normal. That's normal. And then all of a sudden, there's one wonky thing. Yeah. And you've got to address it and turn it and spin it and analyze it and have the other person look at it until you figure out what's unusual about it. Yeah. And once that kind of started to click with some regularity, and I wasn't trying to force an unusual thing, and yeah. shoehorn into a scene. That's when I was like, okay, I'm good. It wasn't funny all the time. But yeah. At least I was I was able to kind of drive home after practice and kind of analyze or you know or like understand the notes better yeah of why that did or didn't go well yeah i think that's uh two things on that one one it's like i feel like i feel like more and more lately i'm just like i just need to do so much so much less in everybody like i feel like a lot of times it's like we just all need to do so much less than we're doing uh -huh. it's like so you know it's like dri you know driving with funny ideas people try to drive things and it's like 
uh, or like, you know, you're like, oh, we, there's a few people with funny ideas here. We're not, it's like, oh, all I got to do is like hang out and listen to you. And then like, if something's weird, I like just focus in on that. Oh yeah. Like do less and in the scene. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, so it's just, it's so easy to go, to go like, okay, I got to be funny. And like, all right, what is, the, what's a funny thing off of what that line, like that opening line and like oh, how to, yeah. uh, and I, and I feel like I'm totally guilty for doing that up to like even six months ago. I'm very much like, ah, oh, let's see if we can do this. But it's just more and more. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to be. No, I'm gonna see, like, go real blank and <laughs> just be like, I don't know, I'll be specific, whatever. We'll see what happens. Oh, we'll get that, there. That's great when you can get in that zone where you're like honestly just reacting to that very last thing said, and yeah. just every like every little truth in this reality that you've built, you're able to hang on to. Like, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't happen all the time, but that's just so great feeling. Yeah, and those are those shows you go home from. You're just like, oh, all right, I love that. all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was depressed. But but then on that too, like that same thing of just like get being able to you said like get notes and understand it. Like that's a cool period too when you're like i uh, can agree with these notes and like kind of see where i went wrong and like as opposed to just going like you hear notes and you're like all right i gotta i gotta hit the game i gotta do the game and like it just like that that's like the it'll be the most abstract thing like yeah the game i gotta do that more and it's it's like there's so many ways to mess up a scene yeah you know if you just take every single note you get individually like that's one little thing you're gonna remember like Like oh like don't jump all over your partner when they when they got a strong initiation or like let like or like just listen more clearly if you take every single thing like it's this unique piece of information you have to remember it just doesn't work that way but once you see the bigger picture you can yeah. zoom out a bit and be like oh that's just another listening note that's right. just another listening note oh that's just another like then yeah. you can kind of batch and I think it's the ball rolling yeah uh, it's funny I did uh, I did an advance with uh, Eugene Cordero and I kind of was like. Uh, I, was, I sent him a little email after, kind of like, you know, what, what do we, what do you think was going on? I, I think I'm, I think I'm here, and I think these are some things that are going on. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I think this and whatever. And I was like, you kind of look at it, and you're like, oh yeah, those are basically the same note. Like there are two things that my 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 eagerness to do uh, improv, my excitement for it, yeah. leads to two poor side effects, very <laughs> common, uh, two very common negative side effects. I'm like, oh, it's just the same thing. Okay, so I just need to like relax more. Cool. That's like how I'm gonna do that now. It's like let's just relax more. Uh, yeah, I, but I think yeah, that's that thing of like it's not you can't you can't take every single. Or I mean you can and should, but it's like they're they're a lot of the notes are like symptoms of bigger main things. You yeah, know, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's either good improv or bad improv. There's only two things. There's so. only those two things. It's like, okay, <laughs> here's, a, here's a note. You're doing good improv. Good, That's good thing. Good, nice. good job. I know good job. Bucket that goes in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, so let's talk. Uh, uh, let's talk. Harold. Let's talk Harold right. stuff. Why not? Uh, first Harold team was a great war. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Uh, uh, let's audition. How'd that go? How'd you feel? What happened? Um, <laughs> tell, tell me the story. It was super fun. That was my that was my second audition. I auditioned the year before, mm-hmm. and um, I had a ton of fun. I, uh, I auditioned with some people I knew. I think I was with um, like Jenny Pearson, who went to college with. That's when she got on Delicatessen. She oh, had a okay. Audition. She went to. She was in that whole crew too. Yeah, great. Wow, mm-hmm. very cool. Very it's cool. More of us than you think. I did. I didn't realize uh, what a. What a renaissance over those going on over there. I'm jealous. <laughs> so I, I like, like Jenny Pearson was there, and then um, uh, Justin Michael. We, we didn't know each other super well at the time, but we knew each other from Fracas, this improv festival yeah. the USC puts on. And like just a couple of people, so it was a like, good vibe. And I, I had that audition, and then I didn't, didn't get on that year. And uh, then I went the next year, and I remember hearing like the, uh, the numbers for like, 
people like I, like the numbers of people that audition for how few slots there are. Yeah. And my dad, I was talking to my dad on the on the phone on the way over. And he's like, he's like, you're gonna do it. Like, you're gonna get this. And I'm like, Dad, there's like 500 people auditioning for eight slots. Like, I have a better. I remember saying, like, I have a better chance of getting hit by a flying manhole cover, something like that. But I'm just gonna go and do my best because this is tons of fun. Yeah. And um, then I went on. I had, I think, I had a good audition that year, and that was when I got on the Great War. Nice. And uh, that was that was crazy. That was amazingly fun. Wasn't that a few? Uh... Wasn't that a team of a few people who have already been on Herald teams? Or? Yeah, it was a veteran team. Yeah. And uh, what's funny is I watched literally every single one of them in so many shows. So yeah. I like, yeah, it was, it, was really, it was a really fun experience getting to be on that team because it was, you know, it was like Hal Rudnick, Marissa Pinson, Deb Tarika, Waylon, Josh, um, and then. Uh, Oh, who, oh God! What have I done? Was it? Yeah, it's a listing. Was it Hartzler? Yeah, Hart. Yeah, Hartzler is on there, and then uh, Jake Shemansky. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, he, yeah. And he was on. Uh, what am I thinking of? Swansea. Okay, yeah. But but he, I guess he was like transitioning to a new job at the beginning, so he was only on for a couple months. And then Becky Feldman came on. Yeah. Who I also totally yeah. knew. So it was yeah, freaking awesome experience. They're all welcoming, and it was like right out of the gate. Like practices were just so good yeah <laughs> that's great i did a lot of like just watching and like oh my god we're doing it we're doing it yeah it was, it was, they were yeah it was pretty phenomenal it was, so well, it was, it was pretty intimidating yeah not gonna lie but they were just super helpful and, yeah like, getting me up to speed and having fun shows yeah that's cool i want yeah i kind of wonder like I, I imagined uh and being in that position like one yeah it could be super helpful in that yeah, everybody kind of knows the the ropes a little bit and kind of like, all right, let's get on board. And you, here you go. Here you go, kid. Yeah. Uh, but then also at the same time, they could imagine just be like, I'm not supposed to be here. Did they know that I wasn't on a Herald team? There's a lot of both. Yeah. Did they know that? <laughs> what's that? Uh, like just what's go- imposter syndrome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's um, uh, all that all the time. The, oozing with both. No, it was a lot of like, here's this crystal clear game. Yeah. Just, just, let me just tee this up for you and not get out of the park. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it, was, it was a fun experience, man. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, and we were coached by Drew and then Billy Merritt, so just can't get any better than that. It was fun. You really can't. Yeah, uh, I love that. Okay, so uh, and then like, what? I mean, per, like, let's just talk like personal growth in that period. Like, where, what were you getting out of that? Like, what were things that you were like, oh, okay, Scott, this is how Scott Nyman does it. Or is I there any of that? I've never just kind of natural. To- yeah, no. Well, you know what I mean? Not like you're a nat- but like you're a natural, but more just like, just kind of take it and like go like, yep, all right, I guess this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, you mean like as far as like play style goes, yeah. like how I fit into the team? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like was, uh, well, one, was there was there anything that you was like, you, you felt like you were learning, but it doesn't sound like you, you think of it quite in those terms. Oh, but, oh yeah. no, no, I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> big, that was like a crazy year for me for just like learning to look like at the Herald, like top down, which mm-hmm. is a thing that I didn't, I didn't learn a lot of until I took a, a Billy Merritt 501 and that was like my first introduction to like really looking at the Herald as a whole and um, seeing how all the different parts fit together and things like um, just like just like pacing out your scenes so if you have two like super high energy crazy fast paced scenes then having just your third beat be something a little more chill a little more mellow so you've got you've yeah. just got a very full I don't know like emotional spectrum or right. the theatrical spectrum and yeah. things like stage picture and how just to make the Herald feel like a big uh, intentional composition instead of all these things that happen to fit together. So that was a huge year for that. Yeah. Like, even stuff like, uh, dude would just be like, why don't you guys just have your second beats be in a place where everyone 
could be like in a public place so that you can so the walk-on's are very natural and easy so i was like oh my god <laughs> that's a good idea i will that's never a good do idea. another way again yeah <laughs> So lots of stuff. Like it's that. so weird having walk-ons into apartments. Yeah. That is a good idea. I'm in an apartment closet. Like, get you should not be here. This seems for me and Joe. <laughs> That's really great. So just just tons of stuff like that where I just I'd go home and just like write it all down because I'm like yeah. I, can, I can't forget that I cannot forget that. Well, like uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm curious. Like how how do you think of uh, like doing Harold into like bigger a bigger piece like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes, like if it's me, sometimes I'm thinking about like how do how do I make it uh, feel like a cohesive piece? And for like the things that I like, I try to do is like, uh, you know, if it's if there's any type of opening, I really try to make sure that the like the the three scene or there you know there's an opening the three yeah. scenes like if there's three beats of an opening, I really try to make sure that we use something in those those first three scenes you know what i mean yeah. like three monologues like really focus on that i try to carry over specifics if i can like a couple of if like there's a random name or like a random object uh that can fit in elsewhere i'll try to do that a few times uh and then like and then just doing second beats uh so I, I like just somewhere different like a, like at a new place so like it's like cool maybe we can use that as a connection later so like those those are the things that i think of like the most like let's use as much of it as we can uh and repeat repeat use it and then try to bring in uh, uh new specifics but like what what about you what do you what are things that you're like oh how this is how we make it a well yeah everything you said i mean this is an audience member i'd love to see all that like using yeah the whole buffalo from the uh, opening yeah. like it's there's there's no bigger bummer than when something gets a huge laugh in the opening and everybody yeah. loved it and seemed on board with it and then you never pick it up yeah because um, yeah we've all seen that and you're like oh that was a pretty good story though what happened yeah, but there? Just, just as far as like I mean this isn't talking about like theming it or anything really yeah uh, anything oh, yeah, that's like that but just yeah. like as, as far as like the Herald as a whole just making sure that it's got like a, a good varied amount of theatricality and stage pictures and yeah. different different tones different emotions um, you know if like making the two group games different that's something we work with the ruckus my, my current herald team the ruckus yeah. is working on with a lot with fernie is getting those two uh, alex fernie is making those two uh those two group, group games, games yeah. really distinct yeah so they feel interesting instead of just like you know this one weird scene in between the beats where everybody happens to be on stage you know? <laughs> yeah just those things but then as far as theming it goes we've also worked on that a little bit and it's like where's that fine line between just using tons of like war specifics mm -hmm. versus it actually being themed about war yeah and we and i think what we're what we're arriving at is that it just has to be really intentional and focused and it can't just be like you just slap the labels on to every single scene and right. then hope that then call it a theme yeah you know it's got to be just like everything takes place in a hospital and like your all your edits serve that you know you maybe walk from one room to another with specimens as you edit yeah and then that initiates your second beat or so, stuff like that that makes yeah. it fun or an intercom like that's yeah. what that's where it is and loved it yeah love to be able to do that stuff yeah uh the, the do, i had i had billy for 401 my first 401 and yeah it was it was great because he's a great uh teacher uh, but there is also the part of that too, where he's like, "Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta work on theming your heralds and all this stuff." And I'm like, "I really not quite sure what a game is. <laughs> That's great, but I don't know. If you're, I don't know what you're talking about." Uh, yeah, that that. But you, yeah, seeing seeing shows like that, that like they kind of, it's like they're pulled, they're done in a different way. Like there's, it's almost like there's the shows that like 
you pull off a herald and you're like you're like yeah technically those are all correct mm-hmm. and like there's some connections and fine and then there's the ones that you're like yeah like though that's a herald like they really did it and things connected and it was organic and like the second beats were not like all the like yeah that was the one but then yeah i've only seen a, a handful of them where you're like that was about something like yeah. that was a that was a show yeah i mean john velvet's doing those macro scenes now which are pretty much exactly what i'm talking about yeah like, those are we're just excellent. talking about we're just talking about john we're velvet. talking about johnny b right oh cool <laughs> <laughs> well, you can just take off all the facade we're talking about john b uh yeah that's uh, and that's a, a tough thing to do and uh i'll never know i'll never know until you tell me go wait tell you what just tell me how to do it to oh well ucb's got a book <sighs> i can expect, expect you to read uh yeah have, have, you, have you read that yet i've only gotten uh, a little bit into it no i'm eager to get it yeah I've got to I've got to order it still, okay. um, but I'm Fair eager to Fair dive into that and see. I'm just you know what theater. I you know what I love about UCB. Tell me, is that they have created a vocabulary where you can talk about this completely abstract thing that is improv comedy. Yeah, like just creating a vocabulary. It actually works for all kinds of comedy. Yeah, like once you move past it, but totally. Just having a group of people that are on the same page and you can talk about things like. I don't know, like just like like different beats and yeah. and uh, the specifics and the unusual thing and all that. Yeah, it just. It does so much to shine light on that dark forest that yeah. is comedy and trying to like get through it. it yeah, it's uh, that is uh, absolutely true because it's it's you can you can see like even 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 in having all that language, it's still hard to talk about improv. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like to really like lock it down, but it makes it, it makes it so much easier just having like cool. Like we all agree that these are a common set of terms. We all know what they mean. Hopefully, we all know what they mean. <laughs> uh, and it's just like yeah. So like we if I if I can say I can talk to you about what the game of uh, an improv scene is, or like the game of a character, or you know a feature screenplay, whatever. It's all kind of like yeah. There's a game. There's a there's a game that we're going for, uh, and that is. Yeah, yeah, immensely helpful. Yes, yeah, so that's why I'm eager to read the book is just yeah. to see how they because I know they did from hearing about how much they like pieced apart every single little detail yeah. just to hear about how they actually define everything. I'm yeah. really eager to see that. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm only about 50 pages in, and in, yeah, there's still there's I feel I feel confident that I understood everything uh, in those first 50 pages before that, but it's also one of those things you're like, ah, that really. That really locks it down. Like, there's not. There's one of those things. You're like, yeah, I don't. I guess I can't really argue or like have any. If anybody has any gray area anymore, it's like, well, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the book. Look it up. <laughs> I'm real condescending to everybody. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, I think people know. I think people know the deal. Uh, okay, so uh, let's see what. Uh, um, we're at 32 minutes. Do you want to see? You want to look at the Perfect. levels? Cool. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at the, the pretty red thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty red but, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's recording. That's good. All right, so uh, <laughs> just want to hang it up here. Just be like, ah, well, that was a. Uh, um, no, okay. Uh, so let's see. Let's, I want to. I'm trying to figure out what, like where I want to land on this exactly. Uh, great. Uh, also, okay. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, just D'Artagnan because I like I I've seen a couple of your guys' shows and I I have been had my mind exploded oh. uh, by the shows and I've told you guys both times I was just like that was the best I stood up and applauded in the middle of one or at the at the <laughs> end of at the end of one of them yeah, and I man. felt very weird because like a couple people walked in they didn't really see it they didn't get why it was such a fantastic show uh, so what's up with that I mean that's that's your little uh, that's your little slow crew right yeah um, yeah well okay so the full slow crew actually we made a team called Dugan okay and uh um, it's uh, uh, it's me, 
Amanda Sitko, Farley Elliott, Dickie Copeland, Andrew Portner, who I do a two-man show with called Marty and Artie Fufkin, and it is bizarre. Love it. And uh, this guy, Mark Stabling, and Duncan Caladine. Oh, Duncan's from... There's Duncan's more than I knew. slow. Yeah, we'll sneak up on you. That's funny. And, <laughs> we'll uh, sneak up on you. And I think, that, I think that's it. But then, so, out of that group, me, myself, Dickie, and Farley, mm-hmm. this was back in, like, this must have been, like, during when we were in, like, 301 or something. We yeah. started a... Uh, we started a team called Boomtown, which was, it was originally named Meat Beak, which was a horrible name, and it sounds like, it's like a bird beak, yeah. meat beak, but it sounded like the roadrunner saying meat meat, <laughs> and we changed the name to Boomtown, which we thought was much better, Yeah. and uh, anyway, we got, we got Bird to come coach us for nice. two hours on Sundays, and it was freaking awesome, and we're like, well, what are you doing after this, Bird? He's like, I just go home, and we're like, do you have two more hours? Like, we'd love to... Yeah. Do some more work. And he's like, yeah, sure. So we're like, <laughs> okay, cool. So it was just the roommates, me, Dickie, and Farley. We're like, let's just do, let's make a form. Yeah. Let's make a three-man form. You know, we've got all the all Sundays to talk about it. Let's do it. So we just did a bunch of weird three-man stuff. And then we uh, eventually ended up making this weird um, form called Three Musketeers, where it's these three rotating scenes. Yeah. And uh, so you'll have, like, scene A with, like, Dickie and Farley. And then I kind of, like, walk in between them, and I'll start a scene with Dickie. And then Farley will walk in between, and he'll start a scene with... No. Well, you. With me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, I was testing you. <laughs> so so then we just kind of rotate through them. We go forward yeah. and backward. But the thing is, it's like they're all, like, very thematically different. Like, one could yeah. be, like, you know, like, old-timey, like... Uh, like 18th century England and other ones like like modern day like just like 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 America or whatever and yeah. other ones like I don't know some like high class couple on the east coast I don't know yeah but they're just they're just very different but then there's different themes that start to get carried through them like uh, someone will be having like an argument about an object so each one each one of the scenes then when we rotate to the next one will have like a like someone's like holding something important or like there will be ones that will get away from that for a little bit and then we'll come back and every scene involves a hug and we actually take when we when we edit into the scene, we take the position of the person. Yeah. Right? So if you you know like Farley was hugging Dickie, I'd like kind of swoop in and move Dickie out, and I'd just get into Farley's arms. Uh, sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> any, any chance I get? By my improv wife Farley Elliott. I'll take it. Uh, did uh, just, did Billy Merritt designate him your uh, improv wife, or did you just decide that? Uh, I feel I like think... Billy Merritt has gifted a lot of improv couples. Oh my gosh, was this an arranged marriage? He does it. Oh my god. I know. Uh, I don't know, but I think the concept of improv wife was given to us during that uh, that 501. Makes sense. So we probably like, looked at each other and we're like, like little wink and a nod. And just like, cool, it's and done. I threw a ring at him. And <laughs> it's done. The rest is history. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I, I love I love watching that. And um, uh it's it's great because I, I I remember like I was trying to like kind of pick it apart after seeing it a few times and go like what are they doing and like yeah you kind of I see I, I see really quickly like oh cool we're doing three real different scenes yeah. uh, like to start with uh, and it's yeah not not like you would not be the same character in both scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, which is yeah, so it's like cool. It's not quite a Laurent, although sometimes it does feel like that tag kind of feels like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and then and then yeah, I was like I was really watching, but I'm like. That all you talk about theme, like that's something that you guys do that seems to come up so organically, and I wonder if that's in part two of just like, uh, you know, like like you said, like taking people's positions or, or like kind of you know matching some body language or just throwing into uh, things that have already been already done. You kind of so. like you're just like oh well, like it's kind of the sort of a similar thing, like you know. Well, it's fun to see the, the real fun part for me doing a D'Artagnan show is you don't you don't get to edit. 
when you've got an idea. Yeah. You go in when that scene in front of you needs that edit or when, yeah. it, when it gets that, that laugh. And yeah. so that's when you go in. So it's like playing, it's like, it's like the short form game freeze almost. Yeah. Where it's like, you'll, you'll sometimes pop in and you'll, all you'll know is that you're going back in. It's this other, it's this other game that you're playing. You know, so it's pretty much, it's pretty much like this one big overarching game for each set of characters. Right. And there's little sub games that you'll play and develop along the, along the lines. Right. But, um, You'll just go in knowing that you've got this game and you've got this person and you'll take whatever it is from that other scene that you wanted to use, be it the physicality, be it the stage picture, be it an emotion. Yeah. And you just kind of insert that into your game and see how it fits. And the two of you, like in three lines, just kind of work it all together. Yeah. And that's, okay, and very, that's where the fun is. Very man, aggressive you, about you it. You yeah. go in and you know sometimes that you've got like nothing. Yeah. I think that's also uh, – I think that – definitely hits one of the things that resonated with me too on that show is is like uh what i think i think my favorite thing when i see improv is uh when i i feel like people don't quite know what they're doing like genuinely don't know what they're doing because there's like making it up but but there's all like we're all making it up but there's also like a level of control that we all have with every you know moves like tag-ins can be fairly calculated or even like we're receiving lines and like responding to it you can kind of calculate just a little bit and go like I'm in it, you know, or I'm in it, but I'm also like ahead of it. I'm okay. Uh, yeah. And I see you guys, I, I can see, like, there's a few, that one, I, yeah, you guys throw yourself into there. And that, like one of my, uh, my very favorite performers who I think does this a lot, like Thomas Middleditch, like I watched that dude, I'm like, what the hell? You're just, just, you're just recklessly starting stuff with no like safety net or intention or just like, or, or, and he, uh, you know, he says he's not, he says he's like, yeah, I, I kind of know what I'm doing, but I'm like, no, it's so fast. If it, or if, you know, if it is, it, if it is calculated so fast, but that, that was something that I definitely admired. Cause yeah, you guys are just hopping in. Oh, thank you, man. It's real good. Oh, you know what? I'd Tell be me. doing a disservice. If I didn't mention that, oh, Berg had this awesome analogy for what it was. It's like, uh, I'm going to mispronounce it, but there's like this cube. It's called like the... Rubik's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know this. Yeah. <laughs> you heard of these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's called like the Girdle Escherbach cube or something something like that. That's, sure. That's not how you say it. But it's like, it's one cube. It's like this one solid thing and it looks it looks weird. It's got like these jagged lines across it. But if you point a light at it from one side uh-huh. it'll sh- and the light shines through it, it'll make like a G on one wall. You shine okay. it through another side, it makes an E. You shine it through another side, it makes yeah. a B. So it's like this one moving thing, but depending on which way you look at it, it's yeah. something completely different. That sounds like a Berg so analogy. That is the thing. That's what that, that is. That is <laughs> That's D'Artagnan. How does that apply to improv or make it more clear or help anybody? It doesn't. <laughs> but it's cool. Alex Berg. Thank you. <laughs> Drop that mic. Drop that mic. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and, um, uh, oh, what was I going to say? And then, and then also, does it, it feels like there's like a, I'm not, man, I might be off on this, but it feels like sometimes there's like these little connections between scenes. Uh, is that a part of it too, or does that just happen naturally? Oh, little thing what? Like, like, it feels like sometimes there's connections too in D'Artagnan shows. Like, oh, yeah. If, li- if, it, if it works out. Yeah. Like, I think the one that we did. What was it? The one you saw? We had like a little girl who There's was like, the, like the not girl afraid of the monster. monster in the closet. Uh, there was. Oh yeah, I got they, they, now they mixing up those. They worked together. Of those. Yeah. For some reason, we had like some fantasy world apart yeah. from that weird monster scene. So it was like yeah. it made sense. Like yeah, I mean if, it's just like third beats. Like if yeah. they, on the Herald. Like if they start to tie together, then we'll get everybody on stage and we'll play all three characters at the same time. Yeah. We only got like a minute left. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because uh, that one, because that 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 show, and that that was the one I think I, I stood up and cheered. Like it, it, it seems like a movie review, uh, but because li- yeah, there was like something that got planted 
there's a little thing, like an idea that got planted at the top of the scene that like monsters never heal or something like that. And I think that was your thing. Like you said it. Uh, like the, and then, oh, yeah, yeah. and then at the very end, that was like Dickie's last lines. Like monsters never heal. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. It was it was very cool. Like that was the thing of like it was improvisers coming together. Like which is like a thing that's great. But like you guys did it for over like fifteen minutes later, and it was like beautiful. I'm like, yes, this all makes sense. They're perfect. Ah! We're lucky that we've got Dickie because she's an amazing listener. And she is. Farley and I can definitely run and get crazy sometimes. Yeah, she can put a nice bow on it for us. Uh, yeah, Dickie. Dickie's. Uh, Dickie's so much better than she thinks she is. I'll just say that. Oh. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. She, I love Dickie. Loves it. Everybody, <laughs> amazing every, performance. everybody should. Yeah, uh, we, have, we have a team called B- Bikini Tiger. Uh, I'm familiar with Bikini Tiger. <laughs> I've, I've heard of you. With the wonderful Sarah Class Bell. Always great. Oh, shit. Did we leave her out of the Dugan lineup? You did! <gasps> I'm going to say it was intentional. Yes. She requested to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She requested this and then we just forget about her completely. <laughs> yeah, actually, we talked about, you talked about all your people and <laughs> forgot her twice. Despite the fact that right at the top of the show, <laughs> chose to talk about her. She, she, was, she was in the brain. She was already on the on Yeah, I was like, yeah, we did it. I was like, like, I must have listed her. Covered it. Uh, okay, so let's, uh, I, I kind of want to talk about, like, uh, where you're at in improv right now. So, like, what's what's going on in your improv life, man? Um, just just really trying to work with the Rockets, man. We're, we're just, we're having a lot of fun getting the Heralds, like, we're really trying to Zoom with those. And uh, Fernie, uh, we're running a bunch of drills with Fernie just to like really tighten up game and again look at that look at that Herald like it's one big thing and yeah. take care of it and make it thematically different. And that's pretty much my prime focus. I only do a little bit of uh, I do a few other shows, but as far as practicing goes, I'm pretty much just doing that with uh, the Ruckus and then uh, <laughs> this weird stuff I do in my apartment that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> Never mind. I do I do two man I do two man I do two man <laughs> improv practice with friends in my apartment and it is the weirdest thing on the planet. Two man improv practice yeah. with friends. So you have like a rotating two man thing. Yeah. Well, it's What's something happened? that it's something that Portner and I, uh, Andrew Portner and I developed yeah. for when we wanted to practice for Marty Artie Fufkin because we were like, let's do two man. We never done it before. Like, let's do it. Yeah. And um, we couldn't think of like a cost effective or reasonable way to practice because it was like. I had a weird apartment at the time. We got Susanna Beckett to come over and coach us once, and it was just so weird having like she did great, but it was just anyway sliced it. It was just two guys being weird for an hour, and uh, <laughs> she gave us a lot of good notes. And we we're like, you know, what? we got to make like a like a drill that we can do. So we do this weird thing where we warm up together. I'm building this up to be something gross, and it's, not. it's just it's just fun. No, it's we so have fun. and we have this like. We, we, he wrote this little program on my computer that just makes it beep every 30 seconds. Okay. So for just 10 minutes straight, we'll just initiate scenes. And every time it beeps, you edit. And then the yeah. other person initiates. Every time it beeps, the other person initiates. And you get in this weird, like, I don't know, this, like, this weird like zen-like flow yeah. where you're just like doing scenes. And it is so good for like getting you out of your head. Yeah. Because you have no choice. You're just like... got to keep going. Yeah. You just submit to the beep. And they just keep doing scenes. Yeah. And I've done it with people, but I, I love it. It's like, uh, I don't know. It feels like a workout. Yeah, that is a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And you just, and you start it over. And you just do more beeps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that speaks particularly to sometimes, like, again, like, how many how many times do you, do we really need to hear the notes? Like, I, I think notes are helpful and coaching is helpful, but also sometimes it's like, yeah, I just got to do it and, like, kind of feel it and go, like, ah, 
that didn't feel like you feel when stuff was wrong. Like you kind of yeah. go, you it's at a certain point you're like, I kind of know what I did there. Like I kind of know why that didn't quite why why we didn't click in. I know why I didn't make it clear what I was doing. Or like I just I heard it, but I didn't know how to play it, or I just wasn't listening. Like yeah, I feel like there's room for like instruction and like the formal curriculum yeah. that really builds your knowledge base and there's and there's you definitely need coaching and someone yeah. to watch you and do what you do but i think and this and this isn't for everybody and especially people who have been doing it a long time and um just to do it and just to like be weird and do it with two friends in your apartment for as long as you can you don't really know to each other you yeah. just have fun and yeah then you go back to your your other team that you're on together like you know we're on dugan or something you yeah. bring all that shared fun and yeah. goofiness with you. I mean, if you're, if you're doing sloppy improv, you're only doing yourself a disservice a lot right. because no one's going to call you out on it. Right. But if you're like, God, I just, I just for some reason can't initiate off a word this week. I don't know what's, what's going on. I've been doing like pulling from an opening for too long. Like yeah. I just got to do this. Just do it. Yeah. Like, it's like a workout. Like you're not going to, just because you can't go to the gym that week doesn't mean you're not going to work out and do right. something at home. Yeah. I take it. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was going to be much weirder. Is it going to be weirder? Can yeah, it be weirder? it's weird if you do it because I like to do <laughs> word, word, da 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 where you do like this patty cake thing. Word, word, da 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 and then you do patty word, cake? Word. Word, word, ba-da-da-da. Have you done that? What? No. You ever played word, word, ba-da-da-da? No. Oh, okay, yeah, but why are you doing patty cake? I don't know. It's like a focusing thing. Okay. It's fun, man. Yeah, that would, that would mess me up. you got, like, your hands, go, or you, like, throw a water bottle back and forth? Okay. Totally. Any, any, yeah, I don't know, this is my weird stuff. I want to hear it. I don't know if you know, but I brought you on here so I can hear your weird stuff. Oh, man. that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I like to just, like, if you, if you got, like, a warm-up you do all the time and it's kind of stagnant, just start yeah. like, throwing a water bottle or something, yeah. and it adds this crazy element of focus that you've never done before. Like, yeah. I don't know. I like I it. To, I love to just like mix up my brain like that. Yeah, very. I, cool. I think it helps. I probably doesn't, but I like it. No, I, I think that I, I I buy that. Like it's you you can there's very quickly. I think it's it's not hard to get uh, locked into a pattern and go like oh like we kind of know what we're doing. Like we can kind of like I feel like I, with with my first team it took us months, but I remember like oh, we we're, we're kind of doing a deconstruction right. Like mm-hmm. you know, and it, not saying everything in there was perfect. We we're like we can get it. Like we can pull this, and then it's just and then it's like you kind of plateau. Like you allow yourself to plateau and just be like yeah, we're just gonna do this thing. Uh, I've been doing a two man show and like we started doing uh, very very physical, very active uh, shows, and then it was like I was like oh. And I was like, oh, we got to stop doing this because, like, it's funny. Like, we're like we're, we're pretty comfortable getting, like, really active and, like, making people – like, it's funny. They like it. And then it's like, oh, well, what's hard? Like, why aren't we doing the hard stuff? Why aren't we doing different things <laughs> where, you know, like, you go back to those those things that work. Yeah. You gotta, and you got to start throwing a water bottle around. You, sometimes you got to throw a water bottle in the mix. Yeah. You I get really, too comfy. I really love it. Uh, I don't I, – okay, so – hmm. So it it's not, so like I kind of I do I do really want to like figure out what's going on in your brain uh, in the world. Uh, mm, okay, there's also this thing that you do. I think I've already told you this, but it makes me laugh. Is that I think like when you do scenes, uh, I'll see you uh, a second before you're about to say something really funny. Like you smile. Like, oh. I don't know if you know that. Do that. No, sure. I didn't. But I remember you I, told I, me that before, and I was so self conscious about there's it. There's a minute. Like I, I don't know that you always do it, but like you're just yeah. like you look like happy. You're like, oh, here we go. Mm, I actually <laughs> do something fun. Uh, uh, does now now that I said that, what does that make you think of? <laughs> what does that make me? Th- yeah, yeah, I don't know. That that to me makes me think like I'm doing some bad improv or something. Like I really? thought of something while well, my partner's still speaking. Because obviously, yeah. if I'm not speaking, somebody is. Yeah, or there's just a dramatic pause. But if I'm gr- if I just start grinning in a scene while somebody else is speaking, <laughs> then that's bad improv because I've clearly stopped listening and already thought of what I'm going to say. So that's worrisome. Maybe which yeah. I'd like to not do if I could, but I don't know. I think I also think uh, 
I, I don't I don't know if I a hundred percent think like oh he's doing bad improv but but like there's <laughs> that thing there's that thing too like if um if people talk for a second uh sometimes I, I'll decide like that's the thing I'm gonna focus in on like if you give me two ideas in the same in one sentence we it's gonna be it probably doesn't serve us to f- address both of them you oh, know what yeah, I mean yeah. so like sometimes I'll go like okay that's gonna be the thing that I'm gonna focus in on or like or out of the two of them like that's the most interesting like, oh, I wanna yeah. follow that but he's riding a dinosaur I'm gonna sweep that under the rug yeah I know I know you're talking about and uh, that's that's another point but like that's an, actually another thing that I've been working on lately is just really like personally trying to like focus in on what that really that one unusual thing is I know that sounds like so like one on one or two one but it's something that really deserves to be looked at and uh, you can spend a lot of time on that yeah you can spend a lot of time on that it's time well spent because everything boils down to just being on the same page right and really clearly identifying what what that unusual thing is man and then so sometimes, you know, if you ever, like, panic fire or just, like, you're like, God, the scene's just not getting anywhere. I'm not getting yeah. traction. I'm going to throw out as much weird crap as I can. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, you just, like, I've done that before. And I'm like, I've just torpedoed the scene, haven't I? Like, my scene yeah. part is looking at me like, what do I do with all that? <laughs> That's a lot. Man, yeah. You can't be wearing a pink jumpsuit while fixing a submarine. And, like, <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that That is, it is a weird thing, like ending up in that that moment when you feel the need to panic fire and it's uh, like or like or or when it just happens because you're just like okay okay like i think everybody goes like okay okay wait a second <laughs> like what just ha- we we know we kind of jumped the gun on that we we all kind of know like this happened uh that's such a weird moment when that happens and yeah. it happens all the time and you, you know, know what, what happens when it, all the time the times that I thought about that was when um, it was it was that Bikini Tiger team that I was I was telling you about with me myself Dickie and Sarah they, that was that team was originally a three man team with our friend Janelle mm-hmm. who uh, Pomeroy she, Janelle Pomeroy you know, know Jay Poe I know Jay Poe <laughs> she she couldn't make it to the show for some reason and I and I popped in to do it with them mm-hmm. and uh, I remember I was like oh gosh I don't think I played with Sarah in a while and I was like yeah. I I want to just like really focus up on this and just try to like be super patient and yeah. just like um like just really like be in the moment and enjoy like being on stage and everything and not just be like goofy or reflexive and it was it was one of the most fun shows and uh i feel like we were all like just so patient and like word like line by line piecing everything apart and uh yeah that's when that was one of those times where i was like i need to do that more yeah because i liked the way that felt yeah uh i feel yeah i feel like every now and then like uh, th- that 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 state where you're just like I'm just gonna really like listen like sometimes I'll just feel like I don't I'm t- I'm too tired to like bring in a whole bunch of uh, craziness and that's yeah. that's sometimes what I'll feel I'm just like oh, cool like you're just gonna sit back and listen like no other because that's all you that's all I have the energy to do uh, and yeah those sometimes feel good to just be like to really make sure we pay off all the things that they say and yeah. Oh, it's and, so reward. Or just sit there on the back line, just soak everything up. Like, even if you're, like, all, like, amped up and you want to get in there yeah. and do some funny stuff. But if you're just in a position where you can just soak up all the information and then just kind of slowly dole it out throughout yeah. the Herald, if you can remember it all, like, that's the best. It's just so rewarding. Yeah. So. It is. And, it, and you know, and the thing, like, that, that uh, fucking audiences love it, too. And it seems like it seems goofy. Like, that's the moment, like... You know, it's like I said, like you, you set up that monsters never heal. And then Dickie says that as the last line at the end of the yeah, show, 15 minutes in. And yeah. it's like, and that is the, it's the most impressive thing. Cause it's like, 
I know that you were all you were all making it up, but you made it up. You chose to make it up so well that it seemed like <laughs> such a rule, like a finite, real rule that came out later. That like 15 minutes later, it's still a part of the world. Like that is the most satisfying thing in the world. Yeah, that's and it's, that's yeah. the best when everybody knows what the rules are for. Like that's what that's it right there. Just like what the unusual things are and what the rules are, and then yeah. you can what if what you can what if that if that then what else to kingdom come yeah it's true uh and yeah and that like you know focusing in on the one unusual thing and like really you know got solidifying it solidifying it being very clear as to how you feel about it like what how how the things are gonna start fitting through like it's it's invaluable i can't can't stress that enough because yeah because you can you can always play a more general version of the game and that of a game and that happens a lot and I'm guilty of it a lot and I'm sure plenty of people are because it's it's easier you know yeah. the more the, yeah. the slightly more general version of the game well, is easier yeah it's, e- it's easier and it's harder it's hard it's 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 harder in the long run it's yeah. easier in the short you yeah, know? it's easier on you as the person just blah. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah well that's, uh, that's one of the things we're we're doing with the ruckus right now is just being super clear about our games and framing them so that everybody on the team can just kind of see exactly what's going on <laughs> it yeah. makes things so easy like you just paint a roadmap for everybody yeah. for the rest of the herald like in those first 10 minutes you know everything you've got to know yeah well, you know yeah well you know you, you, you know foundation laid. You, if you know yeah if you know the game and you know how things are kind of supposed to generally fit into it then you can if it's you know if it's solid enough you can pretty much throw anything at it and it'll work like you know it'll mm. it'll come across enjoyable like that's yeah. you know what i mean like if you but if you, if you don't do that then it's like oh don't don't put don't question that angle because it's not quite clear if everybody in the world's crazy this way or if it's just this one person so like let's not bring that up or else we'll both kind of panic and then you know uh but if yeah if you really solidify it then it's just like yeah whatever yeah. like here's here's more things that's you know yeah uh, i know what it is the audience knows what it is everybody knows what it is everybody knows now what it play is with it now let's get yeah uh that's like I feel like I was talking about straight manning not too long ago, and that's the thing sometimes that is helpful. Like if you're in a, if you're in a straight man scenario, you're straight manning, uh, and it's really clear. What's cool about it is like as a straight man, you don't have to necessarily like tee people up. Like oh, you're a, you're a guy who's afraid of spiders. Well, guess what's in this drawer? But you can oh, no, you know weird. like that's not fun. But like you yeah. can go. You know, you can just like start getting into a book and or whatever it is, and they'll find a way to play that game because there is, you know, they'll, they'll find more permutations of that thing that's very clear. Yeah, uh, you can you can like it's a, when a game's good, you can throw pretty much anything at it and make it work. Yep. Uh, and when it's not that, it's just like okay, uh, I am uh, scared. Also now you're like, oh well, it's oh. not quite the same. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> careful! My dog has eight legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's a great idea. So uh, uh, let's not discount eight-legged dogs. Okay, dog. okay, that might work. Because I'd work. also like to see somebody embody that physically. That'd yeah. be very, it'd be two people. It'd be very fun. Josh, dude, get out of here. <laughs> both do your dog at the same time. Both, both do your dog. <laughs> also, if you're whispering or for real walk-ons, <laughs> like that's how you know things hey, are going really. you never hear it, do you? I do it all the time. You never hear it. Yeah, well, that's a skill. You should be a doctor. <laughs> you should be a doctor. <laughs> is, there, is there a doctor? Is there a doctor? <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, all right, Scott. Uh, so let, let's uh, let's let's drive home. Let's drive home. All right. Uh, uh, Fifty-seven. We did good. Oof. Yeah, we did good. Yeah, you feel good. Nailed it. All right. Uh, 
So uh, it's the classic segment of the show, Pearls of Wisdom segment, oh, right? Classic segment. Note, feedback, advice you got, something that resonated with you, something maybe you tell people. Um, the Pearls of Wisdom. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I think... Um, Take a second. Yeah. Please. And that's not a joke. Like, I want you to have... I want you to say what's in your heart. I don't know. I think that one of the things that helped me... Uh, I don't know. Okay. I think one of the things that helped me the most was one thing that I was kind of like drilling in my head when I was on, I remember I, I distinctly started working on it when I was on Scandal, was because um, I'd find myself doing scenes about stuff a lot or just about like things that are happening in the environment. But if I just constantly, somebody, I can't remember who told me, but they were just like, it's a note you get all the time. It's just to make the, make it about you too. Yeah. Make the scene about you too. And um, I'll kind of always... Uh, just kind of like remind myself of that sometimes like before shows like make it about you too yeah. you know it's a super standard note that probably everybody should have ingrained into them uh, already but I for some reason that's the one that I keep kind of reminding myself of and it gets yeah. me out of a lot of uh, I feel like it gets scenes out of a lot of trouble sometimes yeah why why is it that why is it that it has to be about the two like because it does and it's, it does it's because it, it's got to be about your you're like you're like emotional investment your connection with this other person like yeah you can take you can always get like a person reacting to a problematic fireplace and that'll that'll only go a certain certain number of ways but the ways that you and this other person together react mm-hmm. to this like external circumstance or how you two deal with the situation there's an infinite number of possibilities right and it's it's just i don't know yeah I guess I guess it's like in, in improv at the end of the day, it's like there's nothing else on stage. It's just the two people, you know, the improvisers. So, like, you kind of want it to be about – also, I think the audience wants it to be about them. You want to see more what they're doing and let, like, you know, not to say, like, to neglect object work. But, like, yeah, it's like, all right, yeah, you got a frustrating car. Like, Yeah. Well, I think it's know. just got – it's one of those It's one of those notes that has a bunch of improv rules wrapped up into it. Sure. Like – you know, make it not about the thing, like make a connection with your scene partner, know each other. Like yeah. there's so much built into that. Just make it about the two of you that yeah. it takes care of 20 other things. Yeah. So it, yeah, it's just, that's just helped me a lot. I like it. Um, well fucking, Hey man, I think we did it. Nice. Yeah. Success. <laughs> we did it. We did it, man. It went perfect. Oh it went, my God. Nothing went wrong in the whole what thing. This weird thing I'm about to do It's going to ruin the whole thing. Wait, what? What is it? What's going to happen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, is there anything that you want to uh, uh, plug or share with uh, the entire world? Um, no, just, I don't know. Okay, love, cool. love, love improv. It's such love a wonderful improv. thing that we get to do. I mean, think about what a unique experience it is. is this, I mean, are you getting into a little voice there? Was that happening? Like, like it sounded like you started to get love improv. It's a unique experience. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what I feel like. My mom's <laughs> telling me, like, you can do something very special, you know. But, uh, she never said that to me. But, um, no, I just think it's so cool that we get to do this, that we get to play these games and do all this stuff with other people that are on board and want to know these same rules and work together and it's yeah. and it's fun and we watch each other and it's just it's just the best and I don't know anytime you're ever doing any anytime uh, for me at least do anything improv related it's just the best and I just hope everybody enjoys it yeah I love yeah. it is how special it is that's that's great everybody just love what you're doing like that's yeah. good Let's let's just generalize it just one step further. Just love, choose to love what you're doing, right? Come Do on. it. Get out there. Love it. Be happy. You're doing yeah. it. Uh, just 
You're an eight-legged dog. You're an eight-legged dog. Best of your ability Just come it. on, come on. Think what other what other dogs can't do. Get out of here, get out of here. Do the eight-legged dog thing. Josh, come on, Jess. Jess, Jess, what the fuck are you doing? Be the eight-legged dog, man. Come on. Uh, all right, Scott. Uh, we did it. Fantastic. I think. Uh, and you said you don't have anything you want to share with the world. So fantastic. We did it. All right. Thank Yay! Spike the mic. Awesome. All right, that's that. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I did. A uh, couple show dates for me. I, you know what? Whatever. Brandon and Steven are doing shows at the club. Uh, or no, at the Neon Venus on Sunday. On Friday, there's another one. Friday looks like there's one on Saturday. I don't know. If you guys want to go, get in touch. I'll, I'll make sure it happens. Anyway, that's it. It's they're going to be fun. Uh, yeah, Golden Age of Improv. Be excellent to each other. Trust and go. And happy improvising. Hi, Sex and the City fans. Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app.